You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. What's good, y'all? I'm Relly Rebel. This is Don Scardier. Rudy Fraser. This is Unapologetic Talk. Talk heavy. Um, Today we're going to, you know, we're going to start the, um, well, we got, y'all see we got our coffee is on, um, uh, I don't know if we spoke on it last week, but uh, it was like, um, it was three, you know, Palestinians that got, um, I think they got shot, right? Yeah. Got shot, um, was in critical condition. I don't believe any, any of them that, they, I didn't hear any, any of them dying yet, right? No, I heard about any of them dying. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, so it was just, uh, yeah, so that's what, you know what I mean? We got these on, um, said, you know, that, that people was asking for the word, yeah, for solidarity. But, um, also, you know, the pause, the pause that they had were, you know what I mean? We was asked for ceasefire, but it wasn't a ceasefire. Um, it was a, they said it was a little pause. Um, that's, that's over now. You know what I mean? Um, today is, what's today? Today's Friday, um, December 1st. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know what I mean? They already started bombing again. Um, I believe the last day was for, you know, for the pause was yesterday. Uh, we've been seeing, um, with hostages being released, we were seeing um, hostages being released, and in the same condition as you know the ones we were seeing released earlier. You know, um, uh, you know what I mean? They, they said they've been treated, you know, fairly. You know I mean, um, it's not the same images we see as as the Palestinian hostages of them being like, you know, what I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're torturing them. Uh, some are put, uh, facing like public humiliation. You know, they got them tied up naked outside. You know, and they're they're doing all types of things to them. So. Um, it's definitely too, you know what I mean? Uh, we have to look at that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, two sides of the story. These people that, that they're painting to be so bad as terrorists are um, getting handshakes by the people that they supposedly took in, you know what I mean? Uh, so that's that's what people need to, to look at. Um, yeah. Also, um, it was waving and shit too. I saw, the video, I saw a video, um, it was a compilation of news articles and like this letter from this woman, it was like one of the known hostages, Israeli hostages, taken by Hamas. And, um, the mother wrote a letter like, oh, thank you so much for taking care of my daughter. Like, I now consider you a part of the family and mm. stuff like that. Like, like she told me y'all treated her like a princess. Like, this, she didn't feel taken. She just felt like this is something she needed to do. Like, and they kept her safe. They gave her any resources that they had. My like midst all this war and bombing going on, like these hostages are saying they feel good. The parents of the children say thank you, like, and they're like you said, like waving by, giving them handshakes and smiling, like that's not like something of a terrorist that they're painting them out to be. Basically, extremism is one thing. Being treated with humanity, <laughs> you know, extremists have morals. Mm. Um. Also, uh. Uh, the votes in Congress, people haven't seen that. Um, it's, it's uh, what is it? It's four hundred and twenty-one to one. Um, far as the votes of of them saying Israel is what like uh, like far as it being, uh, uh, y'all help me out, help me out, Rudy. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to get the exact language, um, but it was reaffirming Israel's right to uh, exist as its own state, its right to defend itself. Um, and 
and also pointing out that uh, it was like agreeing that criticism of Israel is considered anti-Semitic. Um, <laughs> and to that point, two people, the two people who did not vote yes were um, Rashida Tlaib and then a Republican congressman. Rashida voted present, so kind of like, just like, I guess that's like abstaining from the vote. Um, and then the Republican Congress um, person voted no, specifically because of the the um, the point of uh, considering criticism of Israel to be anti-Semitic, um, saying that like he he like tweeted that you can't um, you can't say criticism of a state is is something like that. It also like reaffirmed um, Israel's right to uh, uh, saying that like. Israel is the like native land of like the indigenous, like Jewish people are indigenous to like Israel. Um, that was like another point that was in there. And, uh, it was mentioned that like, yeah, the members of the squad who are supposed to be like the most progressive folks, like AOC, um, also voted yes to all these things. Um, which is surprising that there's, they've also like pointed out that this isn't the first time they voted on this. This is like, they've, they voted on it multiple times now. And in the past, to their to the the um the squad's credit they have voted no um before uh i believe but uh i don't know i don't know why they voted i don't know why they voted yes this time and they some one of them um or someone who had voted yes had pointed out on twitter too that there's no mention of palestine in in the resolution that they voted for um mm -hmm. And it's like they're saying, like, oh, they're hoping for a resolution in the future that mentions Palestine. Um, but yeah, it's just sad to see uh, our elected officials, even the ones who are supposedly radical and get credit for being radical, sign a paper that says that criticizing Israel is anti Semitism um, when we know that anti Zionism is not the same as anti Semitism. Uh, and also to like uh, rule that Israel, like um, Israelis are are uh, indigenous or have like some right to that to that land. That that seems so dubious to like even try to allege. Um, but yeah, I should man. I I just seen um I'm not seen I seen this. Uh, it was this. It was like a um on on. on on Instagram, a little meme and shit, black and white meme and shit, where it showed, um, I guess that was a real thing, but it showed, you know what I mean? It showed them coming over on the boat, the Israelis coming over on the boat, you know what I mean? And I, I think that was that was crazy. It was an overcrowded boat, you know what I mean? It was all, you know what I mean? It looked like a bunch of barbarians coming over there, man, on the boat. Um, and now, you know, I guess that was in 1948, 1947, 1948. Um, now, here it is now, you know what I mean? They, they completely wiped them people out, man completely wiped them people out, took over. And and the thing is, we backed them up. We helped them out. These are people, these are people, them people that came on that boat was running from the shit that they're putting on these people now. And that's the wildest shit ever. This is, uh, yeah. That's the way people got to really look at it. And then to hear these people, how they, they you know what I mean, how they're carrying on, how they're really doing this thing. It's, it's something wicked, man. Um, I don't even know what to say about this shit, bro. And the fact that they're bombing again, it, it, it's, it's, it's just, 
These people want to go home. Yeah, man, it's just terrible to watch. I just hope like something else. And like I said, like we 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 talk about um we we talk about what's going on in Palestine um on on the constant because you know um it's our money and shit going over there to help wipe them people out. You know what I mean? So that's why we're over here going crazy. But I wish it was uh some more light. Like I said, some more light, just as much light as we got on Palestine to be on Congo and, and what's going on in Sudan, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I would like to know like what's going on, like you know what I mean? Um and no, I, recently, like I said, I've been seeing a little bit more a little bit more light shed on the Congo. Like there's a lot of like filters and stuff on social media yeah. and TikToks you could use and like sounds and songs people have been creating to spread some noise. Yeah. I actually kinda like that. Like it sucks that we have to make shit trendy for people to care, you know. But no, yeah, no. Well, it's also like there's also like a. I think some places it's like a language barrier. Like we don't. Most of the Western world doesn't know what goes on in francophone countries. Like Congo speaks French, so you have to like, if you were like, if you were tuned into like French people on Twitter and things like that, you can start to see some of that. Yeah, but you have to like hit translate. You have to make like an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then, yeah, there's just generally not getting a lot of coverage. There also aren't many books, but there is a book that I'm starting to read now on Congo called Cobalt Red. Um, that, like, uh, I'm only now getting into it, but it, like, starts off with, like, some some heavy, it's really, like, really well-written, just in the first impressions. Um, and then the, the thing, the last thing I heard about with Congo, which is, like, a very <laughs> dark story, but there was a man who set himself on fire to, like, call attention. To, to what's going on um, over there. And I think that also kind of speaks to like how much people feel like there's there's not, there's not the like active attention to seek it out, you know? Like there's, there's people over there trying to get messages out and there's people sharing some information, but it is that like, um, it doesn't get the mainstream news coverage, this, the places that have the big like, the biggest followings and attention and so you do kind of you do, that is where social media is like pretty helpful because you can get people to start talking about certain things or sharing like that's like that story i don't think that the story about the man who set himself on fire i don't think that was even i think that was like someone had named like a blog post on like medium but they, that started being shared around and, and talked about um but yeah uh i agree though wish there was there was more coverage on some of those things it, it, it kind of, um, I think that, that the man setting himself on fire, it did, it did, uh, yeah, it, it did bring some light to it. Um, I seen like the, you know what I mean? Um, to the point where I seen like the people on TikTok, um, say, send me this video where everybody was throwing away their, their, their vapes, you know what I mean? Because the thing they had in the vapes, and it was showing like how all the kids are like, um, well, not all the kids, but everybody that, you know what I mean, as woke was going on in the Congo, started throwing away their vapes because of, of what's in the vapes of how they collect that and it goes over there so everybody stopped um buying vapes and shit like that now and i see like um it's crazy because they've been saying for years we don't know what's in these things and i even like been like you know me buying them but i've been quick before this but um yeah just to see that people are are, are like they didn't give a fuck about their health because they know we don't know what's in them shits but they actually throwing them shits away for the congo so i thought that was dope but um yeah man uh it's also shit in our phones, so that's when we really want to be. <laughs> it's really what you want to do. Like, like pushing. Throw their phones away. No, 
really <laughs> no not yet. I mean we need the phones for spread information. But which they're trying to get yeah. into the, the more excuse. like excuse. like <laughs> ecological like um activism, you know, where they're like refurbishing their phones, they're like giving it away, giving their old phones away or selling them. So you know, like you just Yeah, I was I was saying, like, I don't think people shouldn't okay. throw away their devices, right. but no, yeah, no, instead I of buying other devices. You already paid if, for if you it, keep like, buying the you know what I'm saying? Don't throw yeah. yeah. your money on and, your work. Accept what you have. Yeah, and then, Claim the privilege, move on, give it to somebody else. Yeah, and on, like, individual spending, too, like, there's also, like, companies, like, I used to run IT for a company, and we, we buy new laptops for every new employee. I personally haven't paid for a laptop in, like, three years because I just get one for my job. And so, yeah. like, boycotting sure but also like if you work at a company and they they can just reuse laptops like we we used to like wipe them all the time and just like take the stickers off and give them to people so that's something you can like push for at your at your job um as well if they have company phones too but companies spend a lot on on buying computers and just devices in general beyond just like what individuals spend on and uh, but let me um all right, so these, these, but the people that that's working in these conditions and stuff to get this shit, um, if they had the right proper gear, is they able to get that, or is that, is that always a dangerous thing to do? No, it's and like it got, the people who are doing it though, they're saying like it's like no, a I, lot I see they got kids and all. Yeah, I see, all, I see all that, but I'm just, I'm just asking, is that, a, is that, a, is that a job that can be done without it being like better conditions? Without it being, with, is, is it always going to be a health restriction to get that shit, or is it? You think like if they just don't got the proper gear and shit. I feel like they should just use the shit. It, it's it's tough. Like uh, I don't know if I mentioned on a previous call, but like I have like family members who like mine for gold and Guyana. Like that's like the whole. So like most of my family does to this day, and it is always dangerous. And like you can, um, it's always dangerous. You can get equipment if you can afford it. But remember, these people are—they're scraping by. Like they don't have the money to like get whatever equipment, and no one's gonna just like give it to them. And so, like this is where it starts to be like, you know, when we talk about like capitalism. Um, yeah, there you go, uh, Jinx on Sean. <laughs> uh, the like capitalism is more the problem here. It's like it's that the the value that people get from those resources increase demand for it those people who are there, like they need money, they need, they don't have any way else to get it. And so this is the most pro- lucrative thing they can do. So they're willing to put themselves in danger in order to get the money to survive. And then the people who, who are, who are controlling is a part of that supply chain, um, who are like buying the resources from them. They're like, they're, they're not paying the fair price. And they're also, they don't care there's no like integrity in, in how the, these resources came to them. So if it came from like slave labor, they're, they're like money's green, right? So um, it's it's more so the the problem here is like, yeah, the, the high demand for these, for the material that they're extracting, um, the exploitative nature of people who are like, if there's money to be had, it will be gotten with any, by like any means necessary. And there doesn't seem to be like any like, oversight to um like there's no one intervening in these situations and then the people who are on the ground also don't i guess they don't also necessarily want certain groups to intervene because those groups could also be um could bring their own issues like the un you know um i think there's 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 some video i watched where people were like rebelling against um 
the UN even being in Congo. And it, it goes back to like self-determination. Like they want to, they want to free themselves. They want to be able to like, um, uh, improve conditions for themselves and like have all the things that they need. Um, but yeah, this like system, this like capitalistic system doesn't care about the blood being shed as long as profits are coming out on the other side of it. So I, I think the, yeah, the boycotts, I think will raise attention. I'm, I'm really curious to see like what people do next. I personally think it's like on companies, like it has to get to the point where like there was the one, one of the videos I watched started with like people, like um, these like kids singing in the choir and they were talking about like, they're basically saying like Google, Huawei, like Samsung, they're like singing it, but saying like these companies are the reason there's, there's all this pain and trauma. Um, and I think it needs to get to like those direct companies. Like it's like, you know, it's not like a government agency, like a bureaucratic um, group that's like behind a lot of this. It's like, there's like, a, there are like five CEOs yeah. <laughs> sitting in different offices in the world. And mm -hmm. if they really cared about this, they could take the steps necessary to, to solve this issue. Yeah. So got to keep raising awareness, I guess. And that's like the first step. Pockets. If it doesn't have the system's pockets, it's not going to be an effective like push it needs to like yeah i heard um the starbucks and mcdonald's are losing a lot of businesses around the country like they're closing it but like i heard this from workers and stuff like the workers in the places are making the videos they're like yo we are having no customers it's been like three weeks like there's nobody here they're talking about like firing people and like I'm like shoot and they're like yo these boycotts are working like to each his own with that information but like you know like no one's here like it's crazy so it, it is impacting some people but yeah definitely it has to like be a broad scale getting disrupted I seen them shits online they be getting disrupted <laughs> people yo quit your job at Starbucks they ain't playing with them Starbucks job quit your job um Bringing it back to Palestine really quick, I want to say on the, the Palestinian students who got shot, I was at the vigil this um, this past, what was that? That was Wednesday. Um, there was like a vigil for um, for all the folk, for all the lives lost in Palestine. And um, they read letters, they read lots of heartfelt, really, um, really sad letters from people like their like last text messages to their family, um, describing like this like, uh, story of like this like uh seven-year-old baby um who was killed and saying that like that's the youngest martyr um um since this uh this last recent wave of attacks and um but one of them was the letter of one of the students who got shot um who they're one of them they no one again like no one died but they're concerned that one may not walk again because he got hit in the spine um it's also really troubling that this is not being ruled a hate crime yet when it's like very obvious that the only reason that they were shot at was because they were speaking Arabic and wearing kefiyas. There's, you literally had, I don't know if, if you, I don't know how you don't call that a hate crime when there's a person unprovoked walks up and shoots a group of people who all um, are from a different ethnicity and like in, in, in such a context of like what's going on right now, a rise of Islamophobia um, and, and, and um, anti-Semitism runs around the country. Um, but the the student, um, one of the ones who got shot, he had wrote a letter and he was basically saying like, 
yes, you should feel sorry for him um, and his friends, but you should also still feel very sorry for like the folks who are in um, in Palestine because if if a settler, if it was in a if it was him in the West Bank and it was a settler who shot him, there would be no medical attention for him to like yeah. be able to recover. Um, uh, and the Israeli, the, the IDF soldier who would have shot him. Or like the a settler would have shot him, and the IDF would have prevented him from getting med- medical attention. Um, so I just thought that was like some some real powerful shit. Like you took a bullet, and you still are like, so yeah. I just thought it was like really, really powerful to have uh, to have taken a bullet and to be to still calling attention to like what's going on over there, and be like, don't don't forget the folks like on the ground in Palestine. Um. We went. We went to the um, to the tree light. What was that? Was that was that Wednesday? Mm. Yeah, it was Wednesday. 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 Yeah, I went to the um, the tree light, and uh, they wouldn't even let us get around to the, really see the real tree. <laughs> they had us on a different block, and it was like two blocks over. Um, it was uh, you know, it was it was. I don't know if people saying it was, it was it was kind of chaotic. It got chaotic out there. Um, yeah, they had uh, this is kind of thing. I mean, you got that many people. You gotta. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, you gotta let them basically take the streets. You know what I mean. It was uh, it was too many people, and and then it was um, they they blocked the gates off. They blocked they blocked the whole block off that they had everybody on, and they wasn't letting a whole group of people in. So it's about like four, you know what I mean? It was hundreds of people that didn't even get in that the cops had. SRG, huh? They said it was a thousand. Yeah, yeah. What, that couldn't get in? That couldn't get in? No, gathering, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, gathering, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, on that block, it wasn't, it wasn't that because they didn't, it wasn't letting people take the streets. They had, they had it boxed in. And, um, they had SRG on, on each side. We was lucky to get in, um, but. Yeah, they, they 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 closed off both sides of the street. So if you was in, you was in. If you couldn't, you know what I mean. Um, that was that. It was um. In the beginning, when we first got in there, they had everybody on the sidewalks, and they had the street open. So the, the sidewalks were packed, but then it started getting too packed. Even Nardine, Nardine was like, "Yo, the people are reporting that they feel uncomfortable. Some people feel like they're gonna faint. We can't keep holding this sidewalk anymore. There's no space. There's so many people. So we need to move on to the street." They started moving the barricade back and back and back ever so slowly to the other side to like stretch it out. And like SRG, the police was so heavily present, like from coming out the train to like on every corner to in the middle of the street, just standing there blocking the roadway, blocking pedestrian traffic. Like, there was even cars, like turn on their sirens in the middle of the like crowds and stuff, pushing people out the way and just mm-hmm. it was crazy. But yeah, they, um they had us uh they had it to the point where You couldn't even leave. Yeah. It was like if you leave you can't come back in. Yeah, they wasn't they wasn't letting people leave or come in. So it um it, yeah, well it got to the point where we we eventually like you know what I mean we 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 got in there, we took the streets. Um we got into the street and before um we got into the streets, um all of the uh it was when it, we got into the streets, like you know they started cops started moving around all fast. Then they barricaded the whole hold on real quick, get fish it up. This is terrible. 
This is good. Somebody, somebody ring the doorbell. Bloopers. To be continued. Package? Mm. Oh, it went to the wrong door. Look at that. That's it. Hey, we live. We live. We not live. But yo, um, they 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 basically they basically we we had to they had a barricade on the sidewalk and we basically pushed into the streets. We got into the streets, they blocked that whole section off. So if you wasn't in there, it wasn't letting nobody in. Um they had SRG on both sides of the street blocking it off. And um, uh, it got it got it got hectic. We know it was you know I mean people people wanted to hear you know um War Palestine and them speak up there and hear their message and they wasn't letting people in. They wouldn't let people get close and we wasn't even on like I said we wasn't even on the main street and they know that that march was going to take off like it was going to take the streets and march off because that's what that action always calls for. It's always a march for that action and um. They know that they know they know the whole thing and they know they was gonna have to move them gates they know everybody was gonna come together so um it was basically like escalating it it was almost like they want i, I think in certain situations where they wanted to jump off so they can make it look like these actions are um violent mm. and stuff like that so they can paint a bad picture so they, they can shut them down they always want to paint you know I mean? a bad narrative they will push and parade some false bullshit, like they weren't the antagonizers. The yeah. start, they didn't come out with the presence or the intent to look for um, criminals, as they say. That's how they see us. The civilians, the regular people, the protesters of New York City, they see us as um, an embarrassment. Yeah, and this, um, it's the same. I don't been like, I've been doing this for three years. We've been on the front lines, being like, like seeing like everything as far as like how stuff go down. But, um, when it comes to the people, the community, or the police. Yeah. So when it when they and the, these these protests that's been going on these these last times, I've um so many times I've seen these cops like just straight up, like you know what I mean, square up with their hands. Like we got so many videos, and that's what actually you know what I mean kicked off the melee at this march. It was like you know what I mean they um wonder one of the guys were trying to get in, and the cops they're they're, they're nasty, bro. They, they their whole attitudes and stuff. Um, these are, I can see them doing that to people that the protesters that they regularly see, but these are people that they don't see on the regular, don't, you know what I mean? And don't know what's going on. And, and they come up and they walk and they ask them to get through. And I've seen, you know what I mean? The cops, they'll push them with their bike and push them real back and jump, stand back and start cussing, you know what I mean? Yelling at them and talking to them like they're crazy, man. And, and, um, it's mainly SRG, you know what I mean? And that's what they are. They're a juiced up, a juiced up team, you know what I mean? To come out there just for that, like, you know what I mean? For the muscle. Uh, you already you got the cops for the muscle, but then you got this. This is supposed to be like super juice heads coming out there to put out. You know what I mean? And um, they they they're nasty, man. They they get to pushing and 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 um hitting with the bikes. Um, shit, I got mazed. It's, it's, it was just a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? A whole bunch of stuff going on. They um um they got to one point where they picked up the barricades and actually started like you know what I mean? Pushing them on people. You see them pick the barricades up and just. Boom, we start moving people like this with them, you know what I mean? Um, to the point where, you know what I mean? We push them back with them. And we're on the sidewalk, 
You know, I got maced on the sidewalk, getting pushed with a barricade. It was all, it was, it was wild, man. It was wild. But I, it, should include the photos of some of that stuff on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, photos exactly. are like legendary. That shit, it actually got bad because y'all can see. Like, I, I, I was blocking the shit, but the way that shit was splashing, man, it probably it fucked us all up, man. And as you see the clip, like, we just all fell down at one time. Like, ah. And I, I, I ran up in the McDonald's, man. I tore that McDonald's up. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> I purposely ran up in McDonald's just to splash water on my face. Like, ah. You know what I mean? Just to go crazy in there. But um, like, look what they did to me! Yeah. <laughs> Shut this shit down. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's uh, I think, hey, I think they, I think they, they escalate these situations at these marches, just so like they do at every march. You know what I mean? And then they, they blame it on the protesters. They blame it on the protesters. It's always the protesters did do. You know what I mean? Um, but the video you can actually see like these these cops like you know pushing this dude. And um, they, they, you know what I mean? When they started punching on them, it's two of them. They, they jumped them, bro. It like it was straight up jumped them, jumped them. Was wild. And like to actually see that shit in person was like kind of, kind of crazy too. You know what I mean? That's what made me go rushing over there. And then from there, like you know what I mean? Um, people started started rushing in. That's when they picked the gates up and started going crazy. But um, shame on NYPD. Shame on SRG. Shame. That's why they're trying to disband them right now. Yeah. Unnecessary brutalized force. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and speaking on SRG, like I said, check back with Isabel, man. I hope y'all follow Isabel. Check mm -hmm. Isabel. Isabel got that campaign going on, this band SRG. Follow that shit. You? Yeah. And um in other news, we got my man called Leroy Adams. Eric, you got Eric. Leroy. Um back to this, the mayor watch. I forgot what he's calling that shit, but either way, yo, back to his funky ass. Look. Um, I told y'all like Brianna said. I told y'all he wasn't gonna back that girl up, man. Um, in the beginning, he said, you know, he was going. He wanted her to remain on the team, even though the investigation was going on. This is in the beginning, you know what I mean? Um, this is when they first told him he was getting raided before he even got to talk to her and shit. He said that, you know what I mean? He wanted her to remain on the team. He's gonna back her up. He's, she's gonna cooperate. His whole team is gonna cooperate. Um, he got her. Her lawyer is. His lawyer, he got the lawyer for the whole team. Um, she, she's not, she just, she's not part of the, uh, his, his campaign no more. She's not the fundraising manager no more. Yeah. That just happened this week. So she's uh, not part of that shit no more. And um, they asked the mayor, like, what happened as far as that. So, I mean, he doesn't have a fundraiser uh, campaign manager right now. He's got to get a new one. Um and they asked they asked him, you know what I mean, like what was up with that and he didn't have a response for it. So it's something something going on with that shit. Some helicopter like. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, if people didn't see Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo, since this shit been going on with Eric Adams, Andrew Cuomo, um, is shit he might be trying to run for mayor. And that's crazy because if y'all remember Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo resigned. From uh for being the governor because of his sexual allegations, and I guess he's just thinking like, oh, this nigga can get away with that, I can too. So here he comes, he pulls up, he wants to put his mayor shit in, you know what I mean? But um, he even came out and said though he was on like I think like Good Morning America or some shit like that, and he even said that the way the FBI is handling Eric Adams was um no, they, he said that they 
the way they handled it was heavy handed. Like they like they basically like um doing them dirty. And um I think he's speaking on the fact that what I was saying, like as far as the FBI coming up and telling his, you know, security to step back and putting him in the car and taking his phones and shit off him. I think that was that was kind of filthy. I wish it was like a video or something like that. Yo, that shit would have been like it would have made my day. But um I, I think it's crazy that, you know what I mean, this man, Andrew Cuomo, and they said, like, it's not official that he's he's actually doing it, but, yeah, he, he spoke on it. Um, but he might be giving it a run in, for 2025. You know what I mean? And, and I'm saying, like, based off of, based off of Eric Adams with this, with all this shit going on, and I don't think it'll be that Curtis, whoever that other dude, somebody like, like Andrew Cuomo come in there and win that shit. As a man, that's crazy too. Is this shit you need to look at? And shit that that that's why I said the people we got to find who we want to be up there. Even though I don't believe in that shit, but it can't be none of these people, bro. And that's 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 you know what I mean. Um, it's like I said, it's a long fight. We got to protect ourselves the way we can. It's certain shit that we have to do, even though we don't believe in it. Like, um, if it can help the situation, um. I say so, but I just feel what I say. What I feel about that that shit, I feel like it's already handpicked already who they got. And like I said, regardless of who we pick, it's a job, man. And that's how we can really see. I think that's the way for people to really see that. There's nothing we can do with that shit. We could. I want people to handpick the next mayor. Like we go pick out pick out the mayor. But when that person gets in there, it's a job that they're going to put in front of their face. And if you don't do it, this is what it is. And if you mess up, this is how we're going to get rid of you. And I think Eric Adams messed up some kind of way. And this is how to get rid of that nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit to start falling out the woodworks. You got the FBI, and you got sexual assault allegations. And when he get past that, I'm pretty sure they're going to pull something else out. And we're looking around like, oh, this but this there's a reason why all this shit is smacking this man in the face at this point in time. As, as, you know what I mean? Shit like that. And that's that's what I told him about that shit. That shit get wicked, bro. It's wicked back there. But, um, yeah. Here it goes. What y'all got to say about that? Y'all got to say something. Leroy, you better get caught up, boy. You should have had that conversation. You should have sat down at that table. You could have been with us. Now it's going to be the FBI. Shame. Yeah. Nah, yeah. He's, um, and, and he's doing... I think right now he got the, you know what I mean? It's more budget cuts coming. He think that's the solution for, the, you know what I mean, the migrant crisis, but we'll see. We said cut the police. He said, okay, I'm going to cut the police and everything else. Everything else. In New York, York City, he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, so, I mean, he, think, he, think he definitely, I, I, I don't definitely yeah. see him getting reelected in 2025. But the thing is now, who's next? That's what we got to ask ourselves. Who's next? And, and, um, yeah. Are we going to stand for it? Are we just going to stand here? And are we going to wait for them to say, oh, you got to pick for the lesser evil? Or we sit there and just be quiet and then try to put pressure on them? Or, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, man. She could. Yeah. And what sucks about the, the budget cuts is, like, New York actually has, like, this really interesting, like, environmental justice movement that a lot of folks do, like, community gardening and, and uh, composting. And... He slashed the city's like budget for for composting, and I think I think they I don't know if he scrapped the program entirely, but it was like something that people were actually saying was like it was working for the city, 
um i know like some of our comrades like marissa like always like drops off um stuff uh for composting like near us um so yeah it's like it's wild to see it's just wild to see the in the name of um i don't know there's so many other places i feel like you could find ways to pull money Mm -hmm. from but he slashes the the things that are actually making an impact and tangentially related to this, I want to say fuck Doctor, uh, fuck uh, Doctor Umar. That's his name, right? Um, I'm not Dr. Umar. doctor on it, but that dude it's went all- on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck him as well Flash. because, like, he he went on this. Oh. Um, yeah. He went on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he went on um, DJ this other podcast, DJ UTV, and he starts it off with like just xenophobia, which is he's not even from. I don't. Even, he's not from New York. He's from Philly. But he was he he just went on this like racist xenophobic tirade about the migrant issues in Chicago and um, and New York and it like um, puts blame on the migrants basically it's like it's kind of no better than than a than a Eric Adams so I just want to be pointed out because I know people like we use like Umar because he's like. He's more cop yes, comedic bro, relief nowadays than anything, but he he bro, he, he thinks like that he level, is a like revolutionary like and that he is. <laughs> but he takes yeah, himself seriously kind of though. Like, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, boy, this shit. It's some comedy, comedy, comedic activist right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, that nigga's a comedian, bro. He's not an activist, bro. Yeah. He done out here. Yeah, I want people to know, like he. Niggas do not like actually believe what he says. <laughs> like no one's out here following yeah. Doctor Umar. You, I. Well, all right. Let me. No serious people I, are following yeah, Doctor yeah, Umar. Man, no that's that's it. that's celebrity activism, man. That's that's um. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think that. I mean, they be saying that's what I say. You could talk a good game, or you could tell us some facts and shit. But did you? To me, the activist part, you gotta take that out. You just out here telling like telling us some facts. I don't. I don't consider yeah, them activists. Yeah, like, practice what you preach. And and that's not you know what I mean, um there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers out here like that, man. It's a performance, man. It's a performance. People just gotta realize that's a performance. Certain and, people are, are put in And all performatives. Yeah, uh people people are put in positions that lead us a certain way and really ain't about shit, man. Just leading us or just talking a good game. And these are the mm-hmm. people that they shine a the light on and, and put in the top for us to look at and watch. And it's really like buffoonery to me. You know what I mean? At first, I used to, man, I used to watch him all the time. But like back in the day, I used to be looking at him like, you know what I mean? It was certain shit. I used to be like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? But but now, like, um, I seen, yeah, I seen some shit where he was like going in just on, like on black people, you know, being outside for, for Palestinians. And like they had like the beat. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like the Nas beat, the, uh, the ether beat. <laughs> like the fuck, Jay-Z, doo And he was just like, going on like what type of niggas you on mm. outside for y'all you know what i mean just going in and i was like man this is something like you know like these motherfuckers are stupid bro i don't you that's why i said like dude I, i'll be asking people do do people know what revolution mean when you say revolution when you say the people versus government and we're not just talking about just black people bro you got to unlock everybody bro we got to we got to figure out all our struggles together and bring this shit forward so like when you start doing how are you how are you uniting people bro you know what I mean? That's why I'll be like, when, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what Yeah, Umar is kind of revolutionary. Umar is kind of revolutionary to 
to, to be like so divisive and and I would I would argue yeah. anti-black, but you know some people see yeah. it as pro-black. Doesn't I think. Doesn't mean you're I think you revolutionary because what? Because you're on the TV. What do you do, revolutionary? Oh yeah, exactly. I said he's counter-revolutionary. Yeah, counter-revolutionary, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that that yeah. black. I mean, people that don't be showing solidarity, like or or, or come out and 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 will quickly dismiss it or try to shoot us or make fun of us for, for showing solidarity with somebody else. I, that is all, that's all that shit is counter. You know what I mean? That's why I say when people be telling me, oh, you be out there with the mess, you, know? you be doing, you be, what you mean now? You, like, bro, what? <laughs> Yo, nah, bro, I'm, I'm going out here to unite, baby. I'm going out here to unite. When I go out there, them people know me and shit. So when I invite them, they come to my shit. And then boom, they learn about my struggle and they out there with my people. And that's how, boom, that's, you bring all of us, together the revolution shit i mean that's why also you know um i mean that's why you know uh how you know we we the people is like how it is it's just boom everybody that, that you know what i mean the, the people it's the people it's the people god damn it we the people <laughs> it's the people baby the people versus the government bro i'm not i'm not out here like oh, it's all black people when it comes out we, we're gonna lose we're only 13 percent of this bitch we need every we need everybody you know what I mean? We need all the oppressed. We need all of us to be woke up, and then whoever else is gonna get rolled the fuck over. You are the oppression that we're gonna get rid of. So that's uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's important to have like black voices that speak for blackness, oh. and like and particularly like I like said before, for like we the people like we our distro is in a black neighborhood. So I think it's like important that like it would be weird if it was white people. That was if we the people was one hundred percent white or white led. That would be weird, but it is not. Yeah, so yeah. that is like okay. there's like importance to it, but but you can't have uh, you can't have someone speaking like preaching the black radical tradition, like bringing up a Marcus Garvey and like quoting all these people, and then leading everyone astray uh, and like being like, but the but the the migrants are here to replace black people. That that, that serves like no purpose. You're just like a black version of Donald Trump mm-hmm. at that point. Um, so yeah, you gotta really be paying attention to like what people are saying, like what their, what all their principles are. Like being super pro black is like not, I don't think it's ever been enough. Um, but it, it, and that's not to say it's not important. It just can't be the only thing that you are. You can't be spewing toxicity at the same time. Um, which is partly some of my criticisms. Yeah. Yeah. Another, that's <laughs> Um, if your community does not have intersectionality, um, it does right. not have every single marginalized community, there's a problem there. Like, you're not going to achieve, mm-hmm. you know, substantial or, like, true change in the future. There's, there's, there's no diversity. There's no room to learn. There's no room to grow. Y'all are all the same. Like, how, how are you going to learn from that? Yeah. Like, history is just going to repeat itself. And that's how history has failed in repeating itself by mm-hmm. conquering and dividing people based on labels to categorize you into something that is digestible for people. Like same with Stonewall was a riot. Like we come outside, mm-hmm. I'm the lead organizer, but like because I'm black and a part of the youth and trans, you know, so it's like intersectional in itself, but it's community run, you know. So it's like every single body has a voice, you know. It's a true democracy. Everybody has a say and like a vote in something. Like I'm not the only one, you know, making the calls. 
it's and it's about community and growth and like really like mm-hmm. practicing what we preach and living that and teaching people how to do that themselves, which inevitably liberates them, you know, together in a form of togetherness. I don't know. I, I just yeah. When I when I go with all these different uh, groups and different, I learn. I learn about their struggle. I learn. I learn new shit that I bring to myself. Um, shit that I might bring into um, family. Any of that shit, man. I learn. You know what I mean? I learn. You learn a lot. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I think I, I think it's fine, man. I, I just think like um, I think I think you you, you basically. Uh, close your mind off when you start thinking that other way, you know what I mean, without without willing to open up or just say, oh, this and that, man. And, uh... See from someone else's perspective. Man. Yeah, man. And other things, I, like I always say, like, if it don't bother you, if it don't bother you, you the, the depressive system that we're living in is people that have nothing to do with, with, their, with their government. You know what I mean? <laughs> stuff, let's do this to those things over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have no part to that shit, no, but let's just do that to them. Like, you know what I mean? Put these niggas in here. These, these people are old, living their lives, and got the, the, the money as far as they, you know what I mean? Much money. They got enough. They got so much money that they're bored with life that they're playing with other people's lives. And this is what this is the system that we're fighting. Dude, and that's what people got to realize. It's wicked. Money and ego, that's what we're fighting. Money. And it's all, that's what I'm saying, like the, like the whole... Like why? Why are we so crazy about Israel? What did Israel do for us that we're so crazy to like to back Israel and go like you know what I mean? Like um, and if anything, if anything happened to Israel, best I think America is like ah, we here. Don't touch us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Don't touch us. Oh man, it's just yeah. That's like coming being called into question a lot of just like the uh, yeah, just like why. Why are there such strong ties, and like why why are we so ride or die as a country for for Israel? Um, unquestionably, so. Right. The fuck was Eric Adams over there for? Like, what is, what's going on? Like, what are you, what are you over there for? Nigga? What's going, why you put that shit on your head and touch that wall, nigga? Like, what's going on? With you? <laughs> touch that wall. Oh man, get into your shit, Ruby. Talk heavy. Word. I yeah, I want to bring up uh the the YSL Rico topic in, in solidarity Ooh. with the with Fly. YSL I have my snack sweater <laughs> Free the slats. Um but that it's really uh, it's not even um I think it's important. Um it's important for a few different reasons. Mm-hmm. Particularly I guess generally the like I think um how how the Rico is like used so broadly on so many things um uh i think the there's also there's some like lightheartedness to it uh um because I, I think it's so fun i need young <laughs> thug's lawyer basically i don't know if y'all seen yeah. the way he's been defending <laughs> yso <laughs> but it's it's it is it is spectacular the the they the prosecution tried to say that in young thug's push and pee video he was throwing up a blood sign and the dude literally goes, what did he say? He said, there's quote, and I quote, there's nothing wrong with holding up a blood sign, but that's not a blood sign. That's a P. And then he said, pushing P stands for pushing positivity. Oh, that's a fucking bar. 
<laughs> that's a fucking fart. Bro, that was so funny. And then, go, go talk. And then, talk, talk, talk. Oh, wait. Talk, talk. Uh, the, he said, Young Thug's name stands for truly humbled yo, bro, under bro, God. Yo, bro, that's what Young Thug really said his name is. If you like it, I love it. But that positivity shit, it's, you know, that's funny. It's, 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 it's positivity, bro, nigga. We ain't pushing nothing else. Best believe it. That shit, shit like that flies because, bro, some of these niggas don't know what the fuck we talk, niggas be talking about. You know, judges don't be know what the fuck he talking about. He's like, oh, okay, all right, okay. He just called me. And then it does become like <laughs> your word against theirs. Like your your whole the whole premise of this case, which is like like a lot of rappers have gotten have gotten hit with Rico's recently, and like they're trying to use it to like squash any type of like gangs, right? But with, with the YSL case, I think it's funny because there is no I haven't seen any like it's not like they got a murder involved at all. They don't have like any like hard like weapons charges and nothing that I've seen. It really is just like YSL, we believe, is a gang and an organization. And as a result of that, they like they have to keep trying to prove how who's the leader of the gang and what symbolizes that they are in a gang. And they're using like group chats and text messages and now like song lyrics and it you they can tell you these lyrics this and like unlike if people don't listen to Young Thug, like unlike a lot of drill rappers, there are some drill rappers who are like we killed X person yeah. on Y date <laughs> with with this guy. <laughs> like they literally do that <laughs> as a bar. But 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 Thug doesn't do that. So now it's like artistic. Like he makes kind of like he's more like mainstream now, especially. So you're really trying to take like hit records and try to like say that these lyrics represent him being as a part of a gang. And it's already like the, I don't know the some people are like well it's like a freedom of speech trial. I don't know. We've been seeing them use rap lyrics in court cases for a while now. I don't know if that'll ever change, but I do. But trying to say that like certain lyrics represent this as a criminal organization, I don't even think that's how gangs work anymore nowadays. Like there's not like this like structured hierarchy um, where it's like there's not like an org chart you can go to. They don't, they're not clocking in. Um, so yeah, but trying to use rap lyrics to try to tie these these dots together oh, bro, it's criminalizing like, black wow. artists and black creatives like and they mm-hmm. already have it hard the music industry sucks mm-hmm. the life and souls out of black artists and gives them the mm-hmm. bare minimum money and now you're gonna fucking paint them as criminals too so you could take the rest of their yo they got they mm-hmm. got they got podcasts right they got this podcast um trap lord ross as yo's a whole bunch of these cats bro they break this shit down I've been watching some shit. I've Snitching been, as a business. I'm like man. watching the doc. <laughs> some shit like on A or some shit, bro. They be breaking like the three hours down long. all the way down, bro. And then they'll show pictures and everything about everything they're talking about. And I'm like, this all these lawyers got to watch or some shit, like, bro. And they, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, yo. That shit is nuts, bro. But I'm like, yeah, um, that 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 um, the, the drill rappers fucked it up. With that shit, the way they do it, I, I don't see. I don't heard the shit that they. I see the shit that they're accusing. You know what I mean? Uh, young Thug on. I can't see how they pinning any of that shit to his music. And I've seen like the lyrics they trying to. It's just, 
I don't, that shit, you know what I mean? It's not the same. It's definitely not the same as drill, you know what I mean? And, so I don't, I don't, and then at yeah. the same time, like you said yeah. nobody, nobody has got killed that they're trying to hit with this Rico shit. Nobody, I, just, I, I heard about it, just a whole bunch of failed attempts, but you know what I mean? Um, and nobody has been killed. So I don't, what's, 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 the, what's the status on that right now? Is he, was he still, why is it taking so long? The trial? It just started. It just started this week. So, like, um, like that's why. That's why. Like the the the, the stuff oh, I quoted oh. from the lawyer. That's like, on. That's like from like two days ago. That's like ongoing. Um, so I think it's like I don't know why it took so long to get started, but it it does seem to be in motion now. And on the the Rico stuff, it's wild that like in Georgia, there's three Ricos going on right now for like vastly different things. It's Young Thug and YSL, Donald oh, Trump. And the um, oh, stop wait. cop city. Uh, Donald Trump got um, a Rico. Trump got Rico. Trump and and a and, bunch of other people got Rico, and a couple of them oh, I shit. think is like guilty already. <laughs> oh shit! I was lost in that. Yeah. Damn. Trump has a lot of <laughs> Trump has a lot of legal cases going against him, but people are still like, he's he's. Very, he's very likely to be the Republican. That's a busy candidate. courthouse, bro. Is that is that the, uh, yeah? That's a busy courthouse. That's probably it's he thinks all in the same like courthouse. Yeah. Are they all Rico cases? Would it be um, all in the same like like the kind probably. of courthouse? Probably. I know the like. Um, I think the like attorney general. I forget who the, the roles are, but it's like the black. It's like a black woman. I think she's the attorney general. She's the one who brought the Trump case and the YSL case. It's a different person who brought the Stop Cop City Rico. Um, but, but yeah, it's just wild that like former president, rap megastar, mutual aid activists can all be tried under the same, the same crime. They need to, yo, Eric Adams need that Rico, man. Eric Adams need that Rico. He's <laughs> Go down with motherfucking sure. John Shell, <laughs> Diddy, all the niggas together. Dog, you know what I'm <laughs> niggas got the key, man. Come on, all, the, all the niggas that was in that Mason picture, the commissioner, Madry, Flavor um, Flav. No, Cuban, Cuban, Eddie Cuban. That's his name. The commissioner. No, Flavor Flav. He took a picture. Oh, John Shell. Yeah. You see that shit? That's you see that shit? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, Flavor Flav is in the, the mix, too. Uh, what the fuck is going on here, son? Flavor Flav with John Shell. What the fuck is going on? I don't like, man. NYPD KKK. Bro, I be lost, bro. I Dude, it's literally in public enemy. Yo, how you fight fight the power? That's why I be like, yo, bro, what be going on? How do you unlock people, bro? Like, fight the power a lot. They <laughs> like me, like, fight the power. It's like one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. Like, fight the power. Like, my mom showed me, like, I said, do the right thing when I was, like, in fifth grade. So, like, fight the power was out at that time. That was, like, the music video for that shit. And that was, like, boom. I was going crazy with that shit. But to see that it's, like, police brutality, their whole fucking public enemy. Public, that's the name of the shit, public enemy. That's what they about yeah. to say. So, I'm like, damn. That's, like, the same shit of seeing Denzel Washington say he don't see no racism. After you fucking shot Malcolm X. <laughs> Yo, what, nigga? How you play Malcolm X and say you don't see no racism now? Lil Wayne, how does Lil Wayne rap about the fucking hood all his goddamn songs and say he don't see no goddamn racism? <laughs> Wayne's been weird for a minute, though. Yeah. Wayne's been weird for... I can't... Let's not, let's not take him seriously. 
he was he was over here like before oh, Kanye. He was he was talk, he, he was the one. I was like, yo, bro, you <laughs> yo he was like a Martian now though. All skin folk ain't skin folk. <laughs> All skin folk ain't skin folk for sure. I, I do think that I don't know. I feel like there's like a there's like a generational gap too. Uh, so on the like, um, I'm tied two different things together. One, I just saw an article that came out where. I found it funny because it was trying to be like this whole like think piece about how uh, younger white people are sympathetic for Hamas. And it was saying that there's this generational gap um, and, and like why that is because like only like it was like 50% of young uh, white people like approve, like uh, are like pro-Palestinian and then like only 9% like over the age of like 60 something are um and so it like highlighted this like generational gap i think there's a similar thing for like black people and it's like about how they feel about police um because like i even like i recently ran into like i ran into pastor charmaine like yesterday after distro and we were talking because you know she she'd be like she supports us but she also like having ties to the cops and she 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 was like i know not to invite y'all to stuff that they'll be at um because i i respect both sides and blah 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 and I don't know. I just, I feel like everything she was saying is like on her beliefs. I feel like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people like feel like on the like reformist type side of things. Like, I feel like that's like the, the divide, like, like younger people had to like, uh, they got their lives disrupted or they like came of age. Like and the article also points out from basically, um, for the Hamas, like the being pro-Palestine, like young people like had to, they were like in middle school during the recession in 08, they were like teenagers during like Occupy Wall Street. There was like, um, like in college or like, or like fresh into the job, like during uh, the pandemic. And so it's like, you go through all that and it's like, none of this works for me. Um, and then you also like watch how the police keep killing young black people. It's like, I, you know, I'm not, I don't think this, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to rebel against the system. And it seems to maybe, I think maybe there's basically just like a generational divide of like not understanding yeah. some of that. Yeah. That's what, um, that's shit. I am a boss. That's what I am a boss. <laughs> you know, fucking. <laughs> Yo, nah, man. I don't see how people don't understand them people was just fighting back, man. You know what I mean? It's fucking pressure bus fighting, bro. You just keep watching. You eventually be like, all right. And that was their mood. That's why I said it just didn't have, like I said, that the plan wasn't thought out all the way. You know what I mean? Um, they, they made that move so they could try to, like, get some get some freedom. Just leave us alone. Like, leave us alone. We let these people go. And that shit. And then, you know what I mean? Justified. You know, do what you have to do to protect Yeah, them. man. This is what it, you know what I mean? Well, uh, that's what them get fed up, bro. That's it, you know what I mean? Years and years of this shit, you get fed up. There's some, there's some also theories of people who are like, they probably didn't know how bad the retaliation would be, but they like, that was just like a calculation of like it, you know, it still exposes, it exposes the oppression. I mean, that's what exactly. ended up happening, right? Like the, it like, it opened a lot of people's eyes to like what was going on. And then it just came out that Israel knew about the attack from a year ago. That was like the latest that it just dropped. That like they knew about the exact detail plan and they just like ignored it. Um, and so, 
someone should lose their job over that. That's like me getting fed up and doing a wild stunt. But the stunt was like revolutionary to us. But everybody else is looking at this shit like, oh, that motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> this is how they do now and shit. Like they shit, when they be putting me in the paper and shit, everybody look at me like I'm crazy and shit. Or I get phone calls, you know what I mean, from my family and shit. Like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? You making us look bad. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, this is going, really yeah, this is uh, being woke and shit. Not even being woke. I mean, with that Hamas situation, I just, like I said. It's the same shit that's going on with the Nazis and the Jews, like, back in the day, like, how they was painting the Holocaust as some savior camp when they was really beating ass and fucking killing people and painting them as, like, demons or something. It's like, bro, history is repeating itself now. It's just... It's the same shit. Savior's on the other foot. Just like us. When we in the paper, man, that's us rebelling, bro. That's all it is. (laughs) You can't let me no criminal, though. You know what I mean? And always look at, look, go to the source. Now, I'm not talking about no media outlet source. I'm talking about the source. The people pipes. who are affected. The communities. Pressure bus pipes. Mm-hmm. What's up? Is that it? That's what we got? Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it. We're about to wrap this thing up, man. We ain't got no special guests for y'all today. Huh? How you like that shit? That's oh. We got weird people for y'all to say that. <laughs> Say like, no, we got we got a lineup for y'all next week and everything like that. Um, yeah, yeah, we got a lineup for y'all next week. But yeah, this is I mean, sometimes y'all gonna get this, man. Y'all just got us today. We special, right? Yeah, special. Better be happy to watch it. Look, all right. So this is we gonna get into our call outs. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. We the people. We yeah. people. Every Thursday on the corner of Fulton and Notion, um, starting at one one o'clock. Um, oh, Daniel Penny Wednesday. Wednesday, um, I'm gonna have a flyer for that. It's gonna be posted at the end of this shit. I'm gonna do the flyer for your ass. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, um, yeah, six o'clock. Well, no, Wednesday. Wednesday, December sixth. <laughs> Wednesday, December sixth at ten a.m. One hundred Center Street. One hundred Center Street. One hundred Center Street. One hundred Center Street. Yeah. Um, but Stones right. Every Thursday, almost. Black trans people time in 6.30. Check us out. Y'all go see me. Follow the page also. This past week, we took our activism online and we like tried to focus on the things that we can do from home to still spread awareness and still solidarity for Palestine, the Congo, Haiti, Sudan, black people, trans people, the youth, everybody. You know, because our fights are intersectional as I kept seeing before. Mm -hmm. So check us out. Follow us and join those general chats to get updates and reminders on Join the community. Mutual aid, protesting, podcast, come on. Like, you have a role, do something. Join us. Check us out. Talk to everybody. You already know, building Black Sky, Black Social Network on the Blue Sky Sky application. Um, Yeah, check us out. Whole lot going on. It's a fun space. where we can laugh about Henry Kissinger dying and George Santos being uh, expelled from Congress and Beyonce's new movie and also her being very platinum. Uh, So all the things. Check us out. Um, Going to Blue Sky. We right there. Black Sky. Check out the feed.
Yo, bro, we bringing them topics back. Yo, them topics that he just brought. Did y'all see this shit? Them topics we bringing them back. Niggas dying and shit. Wicked people dying. We got to bring that back. Beyonce, you can't run, bro. You cannot run. Yo, you ain't saved my people in, um, what's that shit? Dubai. God damn it. You had to put them people, yo. Feel me? We're going to get on that ass, too. Back here yeah, next week, y'all. See y'all later. Unapologetic talk. Talk! Talk.